What is up, you guys? And welcome back to another episode of the Tea with Tina podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about how to get abs without doing a single sit-up. Pretty enticing, right? Well, listen, you're going to really learn how to get abs, and it's not going to involve one sit-up, I promise. Technically, (laughs) Um, it'll make more sense when you listen later on. Um, But we're going to just do a little update on me, just update you guys. And other than that, we're going to dive right into the podcast. before we dive right in, I did want to give you just a little life update. I feel like I've been in education mode. We all go through different phases and different different seasons in life, and I believe there are different phases and different seasons in business as well. Sometimes I do a little bit more lifestyle fun stuff. Sometimes I feel a little more social. Other times I feel a little more educational, and that is the... um phase that I'm in right now. So we're educating, hence why I'm bringing you this episode of how to get abs, the real true way to do it. But jumping into the life update, first and foremost, very important, I am officially a certified online fitness trainer, whoop whoop, through OTA, which is the Online Trainer Academy. Um, It is a very well-respected organization. It is founded by John Goodman, Jonathan Goodman. He is based out of Canada. I have read his articles and books for years now. Um, He runs the PTDC, Personal Trainer Development Center. It's a huge blog, um, hundreds of thousands of trainers all over the world write articles for this blog and website. And it's basically to help trainers in general help fitness trainers, help online fitness trainers. And of course, especially since the pandemic, since things have shifted more online, he has shifted more to helping online trainers. And I honestly just love how he runs his business and how he teaches. He really teaches to simplify things. That's one of his big mottos is how would this look if it were easy? And he teaches not sleazy Um, techniques. It's about building relationships with people and just connecting with people and essentially you build it and they will come. So I mean and I think aside from business his methods really truly just apply to all aspects of life. Like just be a good darn person and I know it's so hard sometimes you get caught up in your stress you get caught up in your life but you got to bring things back to center and just um, the way he writes the simplicity of it all it's so easy to digest and it really just makes everything seem a lot simpler and I just love it. So I did recently just like I said I studied for my course I took my exam and I passed past. I learned so much information. It helps me be a better online coach for you. And for those of you who don't know, I own Tina Weiland Fitness. I have 
had that as my online fitness business officially since 2020. Um, I had dabbled in online training before then with a couple clients, but it was an official established business in like January of 2020. So right before the pandemic. <laughs> um, but yeah, since then, Tina Wildland Fitness has definitely developed and grown and it is a pretty thriving business of helping women who are mainly busy um, to get fit and enjoy their lifestyles, um, their fitness lifestyles, no matter what that may look like for them. So it's fun. It's great. And for those of you listening, I'm happy that you're here. <laughs> I'm a little bit of a more organized, better, thoughtful fitness trainer because of that certification. Now... The next thing I want to talk about was I did read a new book that I'm obsessed with, which you probably heard of it. It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. I started reading it earlier, um, a couple months ago. I picked it up. Maybe not a couple months. Maybe, well, yeah, two months ago. I picked it up. I started reading it, and then I kind of lost interest, to be honest, I don't know why. I think I was just busy and I wasn't in a reading mood, but then I picked it back up, forced myself <laughs> to just get into a reading um, habit, and honestly, I could not put it down. The story was great. Um, I'm not a big person on, like, love stories. It has to be kind of, like, the right type of love story, and it really just captivated me, and it was just, it was so good. So good. She's writing a prequel for it. Um, it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> I am already excited for it, but if you haven't read it, I highly recommend you read it. It's a big one. It's kind of like where the crowd adds thing. Like it's everybody loves it, and it's it's a big, big book. <laughs> so yeah, that was what it is. Right now, I'm reading um, The Wish by Nicholas Sparks, and I didn't realize it was a new book. I kind of just picked a random one that looked good, and it's it's pretty new. I think it was released in September of 2021 another great storyline very easy read um i love it already and i'm not too far into it and i'm also reading the psychology of money so a self-help book because i like to balance my fiction and non-fiction just to like get a mixture of both get the creative mind going and then get the thinking mind going but psychology of money it actually teaches you through telling short stories the author he tells stories that are, are real stories real instances of how money affects a person and how it's not necessarily about running numbers and doing everything the right way but environment and how you view money and how you were raised can have a big impact on how much money you make some of its luck some of its risk all kinds of interesting things so i'm really loving that as well so i'm kind of at the beginning of these but really good books i'm happy when i find good books because <laughs> sometimes you just you pick one up and it sucks so happy with that on a side note, I do have a Facebook group chat called the Busy Girls uh, Book Club, and we just kind of casually message. It's not like a formal book club, but we message each other recommendations, and we'll talk about the different books and keep each other motivated and things like that. So if you want in, let me know. I can add you to the Facebook group. Super casual. and We don't blow up your feed. Um... And I also have a Facebook group for the fitness side of things, Busy Women Fitness Driven. We post a lot of fun stuff in there too. I do lives in there about different topics. 
we post, you know, food recommendations, fun, healthy food finds, funny memes. Um, they're usually the first one that get dibs on certain deals and freebies and things like that. So it's a fun group. You know, again, feel free to search it, add yourself, all that fun stuff. This next thing that kind of wraps up <laughs> the update on me, but um, this next thing is going to lead into how to get abs without doing a single sit-up. So, as of late, I'd say the past couple months, I have been very busy. And just with a lot of things. I mean, I work full-time as an in-person trainer, and then I'm working online with a pretty full roster and just handling the day-to-day activities of life, keeping the house clean, dealing with a cat, a lizard. You you know the deal. You're busy, too. That's why you're listening. (laughs) But... Um, I was busy, and I noticed things were slacking in my life. My schedule kind of got sloppy. I really didn't have a set time for things. I would just kind of make things work when they could. And you know what's the first thing to suffer, right? Even me as a personal trainer, my workouts and my nutrition. Okay, so those were the first things to suffer. So I said, this has to, this has to go. So I sat down, I took a little bit of time, and I was like, okay, this is the workout program I'm doing. I actually follow someone else's structured workout program to keep it simple. It's one less thing I got to think about. As a personal trainer, I do that. (laughs) Um, Nutrition, I was thinking, okay, these are my meals. This is how I'm going to make things easier for me. Uh, With like frozen veggies and just like meal prepping and with inflation, how am I going to make bulk things and make a cheaper, more affordable option? And I really focused on things like recovery and habits, things like getting into reading, not spending my time scrolling social media as much, being more intentional with my time just because I am so busy and I end up being happier in the end. Yes, it takes a little bit more planning, but it works. So why am I even telling you this? I'm telling you this because these are the tools that's going to help you get the abs that you desire (laughs) and everything else, the whole rest of the body. So I'm just going to break it down into four main categories, nutrition, workouts, recovery, and living life, not to be overlooked. So be sure to listen to the end. So first point, nutrition. So obviously to get abs and a flat stomach in general, we need our nutrition to be on point. I'm talking that 80 to 90% of the time, you should be making good choices. Now that could sound overwhelming and that can sound scary at first. But what I mean is really limiting the processed foods you have. Because what happens when you eat well 80 to 90% of the time you notice a decrease in inflammation in your body. And it's not a horrible thing. It's really not. But you'll notice that you're less puffy. Um, You don't hold on to as much water. And you just look, you have a glow about you. Um, It's simply just what happens when you do more of the right things for your body. And it could be such a subtle thing, but it really, it, it does make a big difference. I notice it myself um, specifically for that reason. So for instance, for me, when with my nutrition, um, before what I used to do, I would do, you know, like scrambled eggs, two scrambled eggs with um, a bagel and some butter 
or, you know, jelly, or I would do Kodiak protein pancakes. Those were usually like my two go-tos. I was doing a tortilla for a little bit as well, but it's a little bit higher calorie than I would like, so I just kind of did away with the tortilla. <laughs> um, but they're very delicious. The burritos, or whatever I wanted to call it, were very delicious. Now here's a couple options I have on how I made it healthier. So as opposed to the scrambled eggs and bagel, what I do now is I add frozen pre-cut peppers and onions, and I'll do two eggs with a serving of egg whites in there. So I'm getting more protein for not a lot of calories. I'm getting some veggies in there. I'll still, oh, I would sprinkle cheese on, still sprinkling the cheese probably won't do as much cheese <laughs> as I normally would. So I, I'm mindful of the cheese. Um, Binks also gets cheese because he has this thing when I um, pull the cheese bag out. He knows the specific crinkle, so he has to get one sliver of cheese. And something activates in him when he eats this sliver of cheese. His butt goes down and he just shoots off into the air like he gets a, a, a crazy burst of energy it is the most hilarious thing i've ever seen in my life and it happens every morning and it brings me much joy binks is one of the only reasons that i wake up <laughs> um and get myself out of bed as he sits here he's um sitting right by me as i'm recording anyway <laughs> sorry for getting off topic there but the egg whites the regular eggs the pre-cut veggies and I would do bagel thins instead of bagels. A bagel thin is like 110 calories, I believe. And a normal bagel is, I don't want to get it wrong, 290 maybe, somewhere in that range, 260, 290, maybe even 300. So that's a big difference. Um, but you still get that bagel flavor. I still put my butter on it. So you can see kind of how I made it a little bit healthier. Other times, I might swap the bagel out completely, the bagel thin, and I might do a packet of oatmeal with some frozen berries. That's when I'm really feeling healthy. That's when I feel the least inflamed. But, you know, I'm not training for a show. I don't have any particular goal. This is for life. This is for me. So I have that flexibility. And if you're listening, most likely you're doing this for life as well. So you see, it doesn't have to be super strict. Like, I'm just eating egg whites. Um, no, no carbs, no bread. I'm just eating fruit. Um, it depends. You know, it depends if I get to a point where I like my physique and I want to push it a little bit more. Maybe I will do that for a period of time. Um, but for the time being to start off especially with a busy schedule when you're already overwhelmed i'm gonna make little changes and compound on those changes okay other things like um as a pre-workout i do like rice cakes and yogurt i love the too good um coconut yogurt and i dip my rice cakes in it <laughs> as like a pre-workout it's fantastic the perfect mixture of carbs and protein okay it's amazing very low calorie as well like 80 calories for the yogurt um like 60 calories a rice cake and i usually have two so not bad 200 calories good snack um i've been prioritizing leftovers more and just making my um dinners healthier in general a lot of the times i'd jump for those like fancy pinterest dinners that were like oh my god do your own like chicken alfredo and mac and cheese and fried chicken and like it's fun to do every once in a while 
but they're very high calorie <laughs> and when you have them as leftovers it's just heavy so I've been more mindful with kind of like I'll pick like lean meats, um, lean ground meat or chicken, and we'll do usually rice. I'm, I'll, I'll occasionally do sweet potatoes, like the frozen pre-cut sweet potatoes um, with some like zucchini or black beans or veggies. We usually just have a bowl of stuff. It's easier to make, it reheats well, it tastes good, and it's healthy. And you know, you can mix it and match it a hundred different ways. So those are the main things I've been doing as far as for my nutrition and like I just wanted to show you easy ways it doesn't have to look fancy it doesn't look pretty but it works and for you it might be different you know based on your situation you might need to drink a protein shake because you're not a big breakfast eater so you just need to drink it drink your calories to get something in your stomach so you're not binge eating later um, or you have something a little sweet at the end of the night after dinner because you have that craving and then you or something salty because you end up eating a whole bag of potato chips so you have something small to hold you over um, or you brush your teeth or something right after you eat or a piece of gum or something so you're not snacking or you allow yourself to do maybe a little snack once or twice a week so there's different things there but improving your diet especially making the shift to non-processed foods is going to control your inflammation and give you a flatter stomach less fat on there so those pretty abs can show through okay the next thing we're going to talk about is workouts so workouts we're not talking about sit-ups right we're not doing one sit-up to get these abs <laughs> so what i would recommend is to lift weights lift weights that challenge you get into the free weights get under a barbell use a barbell do the compound movement do things like squats it doesn't have to be a barbell back squat you can do a goblet squat you can do a squat a hundred different ways there's a hundred different variations that don't even involve a barbell but you can squat you can deadlift you can row you can bench press you can overhead press you can farmer carry those are the big ones and those are the ones that are going to help build your core when you're using that weight and you use heavier weight you have to brace your core even when you're doing a bicep curl you brace your core nice and tight and that's what's going to strengthen it and that's what is going to make those muscles shine through now remember when i said earlier that i was kind of lying when i said that you don't have to do one sit-up to get abs so here's the thing with ab work things like crunches things like planks your bird dogs your back extensions these all target the core these strengthen the core but what they're gonna do is mainly they're gonna make the abs pop a little bit more so if you have a flat stomach and you want to get some side lines on there some ab lines or you want to see your abs pop through doing those types of movements more is going to help and it will help strengthen your core overall but doing those just by themselves are not necessarily going to get you the results that you want you will see some improvement yes but you're going to stall that's why you need to do things with like the free weights um, to work your core and do different movements and functional training in there because we cannot spot train fat we we can't do 100 sit-ups and then the, the fat's gonna go right away from our sit-up or from our abs i'm sorry 
That's just not how it works. Just like if we do 100 bicep curls, the fat's not going to go away from our bicep curls. Our muscles will get bigger (laughs) in the biceps, um, which may give us the appearance that we're losing fat in that area. But our body loses fat everywhere. And things like genetics are going to tell us where we lose that fat from. I've trained so many people and I have people that lose fat from their boobs first. I have people that lose it from their abs, from their hips, from their butt, from their legs, from their arms, literally all different places first. Like they will not lose inches anywhere, but they'll lose like five inches from their arms. It's the weirdest thing. It's genetic. (laughs) Um, Unfortunately, you can't control it. You got to learn how to work with your body and make peace with it. And eventually, all of the fat in the areas you don't want will go away if you work hard enough. I promise. Okay, so keep that in mind. Next, we have recovery. Recovery is huge, 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 huge. Because when we're not recovered, we're stressed, we're not healing properly, we are inflamed, and we feel like crap. Okay, so we're not going to look as great as we, we potentially could. With recovery, I'm talking things like sleep at least six hours a night minimum. We're looking more like seven to nine, depending on your preference. Um, or you could do more than nine if you're a sloth like me. Um, so we have sleep de-stressing this is a big one if you use you know the gym as a de-stressor therapy reading breathing taking some time at the end of the night I encourage you to look inwards because I feel we get so caught up in our busy lifestyle especially as Americans for the Americans listening that we don't take the time to even realize if we're stressed we're so stressed and we're so used to it that we don't realize it until we're really like taken out of that environment have you ever been on vacation (laughs) and you go on vacation and you're like holy shit i was more stressed than i thought i was and then you go back into your everyday life after like that week or two and you're like oh my god i was stressed i was high functioning stressed so take that time take that step back because your body will let you know when it is stressed and i'm telling you right now if you keep telling your body no i'm not stopping one day it's eventually gonna stop for you it will stop and there's nothing you can do and that's called chronic exhaustion (laughs) and it's not fun you do not want it okay so rest now while you can um Obviously, eating the right foods, going back to that nutrition, it really does help. It gives you mental clarity. It gives you more energy. Um, you're getting your nutrients. You're you're fueling your body to be the best it can be. And it's going to help you recover better as well. So your, your muscles repair back stronger. Your body's more efficient. And just all those fun things. Stretching. Stretching's huge. Now, I'm going to say take that with a grain of salt salt as far as stretching goes um you know if you have injuries or you're tight or you have arthritis and you're you're stiff you're obviously going to want to stretch more or if you've ever been to physical therapy and you've been prescribed um stretches i would recommend starting with those but even just like warming up before you're lifting doing a couple body weight movements that recreate what you are doing in your workout walking even counts honestly as stretching at this point um like a nice little warm-up walk anything like that is really gonna help 
with your recovery. Um, so your muscles aren't as sore, so they're not as tight, and you're not going into a workout with cold muscles. I actually have a whole core mobility guide. I just revamped it, and I um, added it into the Tina Weiland Fitness Client Academy. Um, it has a ton of different stretches you can do um, for upper body, lower body, and you can mix and match to make your own warm-up and cool-down routines. That resource is exclusive for all of my Tina Weiland fitness clients. So if you ever become a client of mine, you get access to that and about a million other different resources. I'm always adding stuff to the client academy. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, I, I do really love the um, warming up and cooling down. I think it's super important. Um, the other thing I wanted to chat about was living your life. This is the last of the four big components. So we covered nutrition, we covered workouts, and we covered recovery. So living life. What do I mean by this? This is something that often goes overlooked, I feel like, and something when I get busy and I get into ruts and very stressed, um, it kind of creeps up on me and I forget to live life. We get stuck in such a routine and robot mode. And while I feel like... Sometimes this can be necessary at certain points in our life. We have to remember to step back and truly appreciate life for what it is because life is very, very short. And at the end of the day, nobody's going to be at your grave and be like, wow, she worked really hard for that company and um, that's what we remember her for. No, you're going to be remembered by how kind you were, how funny you were. Um, you're not even gonna, you know, newsflash be rem remembered if you had a six pack. <laughs> um, I mean, you're gonna be remembered for who you were as a person. So do not forget to live your life. Smile, be in the moment, work on your mentality and how you view the world with the media and what we see and even social media. It's it's really hard to have a positive outlook on things. They always have very triggering, clickbaity headlines for everything from YouTube to news articles. And it really, they're misleading a lot of the time. And they're usually very black and white headlines. Um, and then you go to click and read the article and like the article's not really about it. Or there's like one line that relates to whatever the headline was. Usually I have a habit if there's like an outrageous headline, I click on the article and like read it to find out why the headline was outrageous essentially. And I always find it's like a misleading headline. 99.9% .9 of the time it's misleading. So that's good to know. <laughs> um, but yeah, your mindset truly does impact you. And if you go around with a negative mindset and a negative viewpoint of the world, and don't get me wrong, I've been through this as well. I think we all go through it. But it affects your body too. Just like with the energy you put out, that's what you attract. And that's how your body's going to be. If you feel negative, you're going to be mopey, you're going to be low energy, you're going to start to hurt, you're going to start to get issues. But if you have more of a positive outlook over what you can control, um, it starts to show itself in your body in a positive way. And for me personally, when I'm feeling overwhelmed and like I need a reset, I like to do some reflection, which can be hard when times are busy. Um, but when I do have time, I will reflect internally and reflect in my thoughts, reflect what I've been feeling and try to reframe my thinking. 
and reading. Reading is almost a form of meditation for me. Um, we have fiction and nonfiction. I like to do both, you know, to explore, but it really helps when I'm in a tight and stressful spot. So, yes, <laughs> all of these things will help de-stress you, help you enjoy your life and not become obsessed with getting the abs. It'll help you enjoy the process and hopefully you can smile while you have a flat stomach and abs because you're going to be doing the nutrition, you're going to be doing the workouts, you're going to do the recovery, and you're going to be living your life. <laughs> um, you might even get to the point where you're like, heck, I'm doing all these things and I don't even care if I get abs. I feel so fantastic that it doesn't even matter. So yes, I hope you I hope you learned something from this. I want to wrap it up. I know I kind of went on a little bit of a rant, but thank you for making it this far. I hope you got something out of this, and I hope it kind of changed your mindset around wanting to get abs. There's nothing wrong with wanting to get abs. There's nothing wrong with getting wanting to get a flat stomach. Um, sometimes abs are more attainable for others than maybe you, just because of genetics. Um or what they can eat, or their mentality towards training, and things like that. So just keep that in the back of your mind. Nothing wrong with trying to reach a goal, but don't get super frustrated if you feel like you're doing everything right and nothing is working. And if worse comes to worse, hiring a coach would probably be the best option. Hiring a professional. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, I'm going to wrap this up. Be sure to like and review this podcast just give me a little star rating and you know share your thoughts about it share this podcast episode with a friend um tag me on social media instagram facebook wherever instagram's my main hangout t at tina wyland fit um but yeah other than that i will talk to you soon have a great rest of your week and tina is out bye